We're back with another team preview on the Brickhouse Podcast. I'm Bob Johnson. And I'm Matt Baker. Find us at BrickhousePodcast.com. You can find us at AlmightyBaller.com along with a bunch of other great podcasts. I'm at Hey, It's Matt Baker, or we're at BrickhousePod. Tweet us all your favorite roast jokes. Tweet us whatever you want. Operators are standing by. (laughs) I got some roast jokes for the Memphis Grizzlies on this uh, preview pod. That is the team we're previewing, by the way, Memphis Grizzlies. Mm-hmm. Number 19, we're into the teens. Okay. Lay them on me. You got some numbers, some stats here. Chandler Parsons last year had more threesomes than games played. Take that for data. <laughs> Former ESPN writer turned Grizzly exec John Hollinger created PER, which is player efficiency rating, and got the job for the Grizzlies. Right. The hiring also marked the last time anyone took PER seriously. <laughs> Uh, Grizzlies owner Robert Para was asked why he didn't re-sign Vince, half-man, half-amazing Carter, mm-hmm. to a new deal. Para said, Vince is closer to 95% man these days. <laughs> Whatever, nerd. Uh, Justin Timberlake is a minority owner of the Grizzlies, which completed his lifetime goal of becoming a minority. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. I was hoping you'd go there. I can't make fun of coach david fisdale because he's too cool and i even liked him before i realized he looks exactly like a black shea serrano (laughs) that's a ringer writer guys ringer writer ringer writer that's a tongue twister what do you got matt in honor of the fedex forum the home of the memphis grizzlies fedex is debuting a new grizzly shipping package oh like the grizzlies this will get any package anywhere in the world you want as slow as possible (laughs) Memphis has been known for tragedy. Unfortunately, Elvis died there. Martin Luther King was killed there. And basketball was obliterated there. Bob, you know it's bad when you have Zach Randolph and Vince Carter, and you offer them money, and they say, no thanks, we're going to go to Sacramento. That is pretty bad. The coach did the same thing. Right. Bob, the grizzly has been deemed an endangered species, which means that they're becoming quite rare. The only thing more rare than a Grizzly, a Grizzlies playoff win, which I don't think makes sense anymore. They've won a few games. Yeah, I don't think there were actually ever Grizzly Bears in Memphis either. Those were good. Let's get into our changes. If you want to look at it from this perspective, it's not officially this, but they signed Tyreek Evans and Ben McLemore from Sacramento. So it's basically a trade of Vince Carter and Zach Randolph for Tyreek Evans and Ben McLemore. You know, wasn't that way, but that's what it amounted to. Drafted Dylan Brooks via trade. They traded, what did they give, cash to Houston or something for that draft pick and took Dylan Brooks. Jamichael Green is still a restricted free agent as of the recording of this podcast. Yeah, that's surprising. That was the extent of their changes this year. Okay, let's uh, let's get into the starting lineup for the Memphis Grizzlies. And now the starting lineup for your Memphis Grizzlies. Mike Conley Jr. He's relieved to no longer be the highest paid player in NBA history. Yeah, he uh, he didn't like that distinction. People people gave him a lot of mess for, over it. Did he not like? I mean, he, he liked, liked the, the money. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Ugh, I wish I. Ugh. <laughs> 
Uh, Wayne Selden, uh, we've got at the starting shooting guard, or I guess maybe Ben McLemore will take that spot from him. He might attempt to. They, Yeah, they'll put him in there. Or Tyreek when he... Is Tyreek Evans available to play? How's his injury? It always seems like he's injured. Oh, McLemore is the one that's going to miss time. Oh, okay. McLemore is going to miss about three months. So it might be Tyreek. Chandler Parsons, I mean, by name, is in the starting lineup for mm-hmm. the Memphis Grizzlies. Had a, had a real poor first year in Memphis last year. In fact, he was on a lot of lists as the uh, most overpaid, worst signing of the, of the offseason. Brandon Wright will probably start at the power forward position. I, I like him. Yeah, this is, could also be Jamichael Green if they oh, resign right. him. Sure. And Marcus All will be starting at center. He's he's over 30 now, but he's been keeping slim, You living that hashtag gazpacho life. Oh, nice. Chandler Parsons, it's always interesting to me, players on killer deals when he was with Houston making second-round money. Everyone was like, oh, this is great. This is such a steal. Yeah. The instant he uh, signs for $20 million, it completely flips. The Grizzlies have committed about $350 million between Parsons, Gasol, and Connolly. Unfortunately for small market teams like the Grizzlies, that means you're left with not much to build any sort of team with. You mean you're left with uh, having to bring in Ben McLemore and Tyreek Evans? Exactly. Yeah. And have someone on your team named Raid Zagorak. Right. Vegas over under for this team, 40.5. Like we said, every team in about this five-team block is at at 40.5, right in the middle of the pack. We should be bookies. Right. That seems fair. Grizzlies have historically been one of those teams that kind of is around. They're always over 500, it seems, as of late. Even if they struggle in the playoffs sometimes, they're just kind of there. Yeah, I wouldn't put it past David Fisdale to to get this team to the playoffs, but as we said, there's about 12 teams going for eight spots in the Western playoffs. Right, the thing that the Grizzlies have always used to their advantage is while the rest of the league goes to a high-paced style, the Grizzlies go to a no-paced style. Yeah. So it kind of messes with teams a tad. They were like me running the 15-minute mile in in high school. Yeah, but at least you got that participation ribbon. (laughs) I I was cleaning out my uh, my apartment one day and I found a ribbon from years ago. Just you know how it, things get lost under things, and it just said, "I did it." <laughs> that was the the ribbon. I could wear that every day. That's an yeah, everyday ribbon. That's it. Yeah, <laughs> the ribbon that keeps on giving. Let's uh, let's break down the game of Survivor and the Grizzlies and the grit and grindhouse. The Survivor game is going to be tough. Bob, you know who's going to win? This is a this is a no brainer in my opinion. Hmm. Andrew Harrison. Oh, really? Why? Yeah, you ask me why. I'm about to tell you. Mm-hmm. Twin swap. Oh, when one gets tired, the other secretly comes in. Double the stamina. Takes care of business. He hides off in the wilderness. Comes back. Twin swap. Wow. First off, hot water. <laughs> Our boy Chandler Parsons. There, you would think there'd be a market for hot water on this island, but unfortunately, our buddy doesn't know how to create fire uh, in order to create this hot water. So his his hot water business takes a nosedive. You can't start a fire with a hot bod, I guess. That's a shame. Go back and listen to last year's <laughs> preview if you want to hear hear about some hot water. 
Yeah, you know, the, the Survivor's Grizzly edition is really wide open with the departures of Vince Carter, Tony Allen, and Zach Randolph. Sure. Be a favorite on pretty much any other team. Right. Now the team is three super rich stars and ten borderline scrubs. Yeah. But I'm giving the conch to Jarrell Martin. He's a okay. fighter. Mike Conley is tough, especially for a $150 million man, but I think he has more important things on his mind than winning a reality TV show made up by a couple of guys on a podcast that no one listens to. <laughs> Parsons too busy with selfies and coconut-themed orgies to win this award either. Mark Gasol is it's still making gazpacho. I, just, I thought you were going to call him Mark Gazpacho. <laughs> Uh, I also said Parsons is the first guy voted off the team because it's annoying that he gets so many of the girls the other guys want to sleep with. Mm -hmm. Let's tell our listeners about things that we ranked in the city of Memphis between one and five stars. Rick Flair. Oh, born in Memphis. From Memphis, huh? He lives in Carolina, but he was born in Memphis. And he, he's the nature boy? The nature boy. To be the man, you've got to beat the man. Woo. He's battling health problems right now, as wrestlers tend to do. Yeah. Tough gig. Five stars. 30 for 30 is going to do one on Ric Flair coming out soon. Oh, great. Yeah. So uh, we hope he gets better, and he's a five-star five star kind of guy. Nice. Uh, I wasn't sure if you'd put this one, too, but I got Elvis. Nice. Okay. The King. Not the first CD I'd listen to on a road trip, but I respect the legend nonetheless. Mm -hmm. There may have been better musicians in his time, but that didn't stop Elvis from getting the most money or the most tail. I guess you could call Chandler Parsons the Elvis of basketball. Nice. Four stars. Have you ever been to Graceland? I've never been to Graceland. It's quite the place. Okay. I went a few years ago. It's pretty amazing. How, what, what's it like? literally walk through his house except the upstairs no one is allowed upstairs because no one was allowed upstairs when elvis lived there huh okay he, he liked to keep that as his private thing so they don't so they march you around his house and then they take you into his basically his racquetball court which is now just has all his gold records everywhere hmm. while you're waiting to go to the main house across the street there are four or five other museums of elvis stuff elvis in hawaii elvis's cars elvis's clothes elvis's planes is this all on like his estate property basically wow and uh, i'm also legally obligated to mention that my grandpa grew up with elvis went to school with him really? in memphis so wow yeah they worked together in a uh, some sort of i forget what job but yeah just trying to sound cool to the listeners bob turning a basketball arena into a bass pro shop ah did you know this? No. The Pyramid? The Grizzlies' first uh, arena is the Pyramid in Memphis. That's Literally one pyramid. big Bass Pro Shop. Yeah, so what happened, instead of knocking down, it is a Bass Pro Shop now. Well, holy cow. Yeah, I went there when I was in Memphis. You have to go. You have to go into the Bass Pro Shop. It's like the thing. <laughs> it's still the Pyramid. It's... Yeah, it's giant. They have a fish pool in the middle of it. Uh, five stars, though. I like the I, I like the idea of keeping an I, city iconic building, not tearing it down, and but repurposing it for some repurposing it for something. Bet you could fit a lot of gun vaults in there. There were there were a bunch of guns there. <laughs> that was yeah, a lot of expensive ones. I decided to rank the phrase grit and grind. Oh. While perfect for the Tony Allen pepper grinder night, the slogan never inspired me to switch over to the Grizzlies game on League Pass. <laughs> yeah. We all liked it in theory. I'll give it a star for alliteration, a star for the pepper grinder night, 
and a star for towel waving because it looks good on TV and it's fun to do. Three stars. Three stars. Beale Street. Oh, that's like their Bourbon Street. Their isn't famous it? street there. It's right by FedEx Forum. To be fair, I only visited it in the daytime. Okay. Which takes a lot of lust, the luster and the bright lights off of it. Less lust. Well, no. Yeah. yeah. Less breasts. Yeah. Uh, okay. Actually, I was there. <laughs> I saw a little bit of it at night, but mainly a little bit of breast. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Yeah. Beale Street. Uh, walking down, we mainly walked down it during the day. Because that's how bakers roll. We're subculture. Okay. Yeah. When you zig, we zag. <laughs> Subvert the uh, the norm. Yeah. Like g- Game of Thrones. I gave it uh, three stars. I don't think it's bad, but you know. Okay. It's Beale Street. It's not bourbon. No. I give it more stars if BB King was actually playing out front of his fair enough club. I ranked uh, Chris Vernon from the Ringer NBA show. Ringer. He's the host of the Ringer NBA show. This guy either gets a lot of criticism or talks often about the handful of trolls that do criticize his show. Mm-hmm. But I like Chris Vernon. I he, like Vernon, too. Yeah, he's charismatic. He has a good sense of comedic timing, good feel for what's entertaining. I hope he's back again next year. I do miss the show he bumped, Sources Say, hmm. with Chris Ryan and Juliet Littman. Yeah. But I won't give a fellow podcaster, especially one I subscribe to, anything less than five stars. Five stars. How dare you ask someone to give you five stars and not reciprocate in kind? Yeah, you have to. If anyone wants to give us five stars, just tell me where your podcast is. I'll rank it five <laughs> yeah. stars. I'll rank your, your handwriting, whatever you want. <laughs> <laughs> On the next episode of Brick House. This next team is the only team that will feature a logo of their owner on their jersey next mm. year. We already did the Kings, but it would have been funny if they somehow incorporated Shaq into their logo with the blue diamond almonds. Maybe he's dunking the almond? Yeah. I think we're making these sneak peeks a little too obvious about who the next team is. We give away more than next week on Game of Thrones. (laughs) I like the idea of after we go, this next team dribbles a basketball down the court (laughs) and has five players in their starting lineup. This next team has one white guy. Find out who we're talking about on the next episode of BrickHouse.